Whenever we give our kids a gift, we remind them it's a gift. You got to share it with others. Welcome to the Stolen Hours Podcast. Conversations with known and unknown creative or passion-driven people whose mild-mannered alter egos range from postal workers to teachers to salespeople to moms and dads to husbands and wives just getting life done, but in a creative way. The following is episode three, Pixie Pop, The Clown, a.k.a. Our Good Friend. Carrie Tobin. All right, I just want to welcome today onto our Stolen Hours podcast, Carrie Tobin. She's someone who graduated from FIT in 1999 with a BA in textile design. Um, she's also someone who worked for the Children's Place for over a decade, where she got to travel around the world, just uh, experiencing that industry and designing textiles for children's clothing. Uh, you said girls 2 through 11, which is pretty awesome. So some of the clothes my kids have handed down from many generations probably still wearing your designs. Um, and then ultimately, uh, Carrie's someone who has two kids of her own that are friends with my kids, so this is how we know each other in Highland Lakes, New Jersey, the the fruit land of uh, creativity, as I call it. And, um, you know, Carrie's also known as Pixie Pop the Clown, which is uh, something she began in 2012, this entrepreneurial endeavor where she's uh, not a scary clown, but an awesome fairy-looking crazy clown with balloon dresses and lots of patterns and lots of details and uh, all those skills that she learned through the years as an artist really coming into uh a really awesome thing, and as my wife describes it, um, contemporary art, keyword temporary, um, where it's about these temporary experiences. And then ultimately also uh, known for her designs on uh, the porch of her mom's uh, house in Florida, New York, for doing great holidays plays, which is award-winning. And speaking of award-winning, has won like every single Warwick Halloween costume and Easter Bunny Bonnet contest <laughs> in the tri-state area. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but this isn't your every average everyday Easter bonnet or Halloween costume. These are phenomenal things. So, just happy to welcome Carrie Tobin um, today on the Stolen Hours podcast. Thanks for being here. Yay! <laughs> so, Carrie, um, speaking of uh, the Halloween <laughs> costumes, and the next holiday we're coming to is. Uh, Easter. Do you have ideas for your Easter bonnets? I definitely do. I'm going to do a peep theme. So, <laughs> so uh, make a huge skirt with peeps all over it, a huge peep bonnet, and then I'll make peep hats for my two sons also. If my one son still wants to do it, he's getting to that age. So <laughs> might not want to participate in that anymore. Is this your older son or your younger? My older one. <laughs> so my 15-year-old. Ozzy's almost out? <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's been out, but I've... I've Begged and pleaded. And so, yes, for years I've seen your children kind of be the, the, the display of your awesome creations, whether it was like paintings on pants or 
Yes. Um, That's when I didn't have to pay them to wear it. Yes. (laughs) Has that been a reality? They take a cut now of your winnings? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So the the peeps, is this multicolored peeps? Definitely. Um, This is the one thing I truly love about your your creations that's like super eclectic, but also kind of classy. Would you describe your work that way? I would. Whimsical, fun. Yeah. Fantasyful. Yeah, fantasyful, sure. Yeah. Um, I, but there is this, like, I know you, in terms of, uh, you know, types of art you appreciate even that kind of enters into your work. So like this kind of classic, um, older style design, mm-hmm. um, as I, you know, I've seen in your home, like even your own decorations, you have this, what was it? The Valentine's day, 1960s vintage, vintage. vintage. I'm very into vintage, vintage art. Yes. Yeah. So would you say, is there, is there a favorite, um, kind of style of art or, or a description of what you can describe as like what you what you love or what you collect even in your own personal art it's just always got to be really colorful i'm i stay away from the doom and gloom stuff i i do like some dark things like gothic art but because it's so intricate but me personally what i wear as an artist is very colorful and polka dots and um you know 3d and, you know i Make it as big as I can. Yes, yeah. yes. Sometimes I can fit through a door. Like <laughs> my balloon dresses or my cardboard creations or I make things too big that they don't fit in the car and I have to have somebody else help me lug something somewhere. Yeah. You know, it can be a problem at times. Yes, yes. Um, so I know uh, <laughs> was, even one of your past dresses became your mother's Christmas tree this year. Yes. So it's, it's understood. For the last two years. Wow, so my costumes become next year's Christmas tree. So, so that's the, the scope and size of your of your creations here. Yes. Um, <laughs> they're very interesting. All right, so that those designs are really becoming something uh, kind of hard to avoid in terms of, like, where do you store stuff? And Well, I mean, with the balloon dresses, it's one of a kind, and obviously they last a couple of days, so it could take me eight hours to make one dress, but, yes. you know, if you want to keep that dress, eventually, after three months, it will fit a Barbie doll. Right, so, so that's how much it shrinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my other stuff, my mom has a huge attic, so I take over her house. Nice, nice. All right, so speaking of your mom... Um, my biggest fan! <laughs> <laughs> so since your your youth, you know, if your mom's your biggest fan, so let's, let's go back to the beginning. Like, where do you remember, like, just creating something you're excited about? Or Anything about? and everything I would create, she thought it was a masterpiece. <laughs> and she still feels that way even when something isn't turning out good she still thinks it's absolutely amazing so the memory box for you is not a memory box it's like an attic (laughs) full of stuff yes does she keep everything she keeps everything that's amazing so what do do you can you go back to your earliest childhood creation that just you remember being excited about yourself i remember drawing elves on lined paper and just elves and she was just showing everybody and just saying how good they were and she couldn't believe it and she just kept going on and on and on. So she's always, always been in my corner, always pushing me, always. Even when I say, oh, I don't think I'm gonna dress up like this, she's like, oh, you better. She's like, don't you dare not put that wig on. You have to do the full thing. You can't just cop out at any moment. You gotta do everything to high extent. That's awesome. So she's always encouraged the, the go big. Always. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Um, so 
before Pixie Pop and like this very much so the the temporary art that's kind of gotten out there in our local scene. You're definitely known. I think you've been in the newspaper over 150 times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And and before that, um, in terms of your like creations when you're a teenager into even college, um, were you as going as big as you do now, or just kind of? Well, I mean. I remember being on the train going into New York City carrying a laundry basket full of these garden dolls I made and like lugging them through the subway, yeah. walking down 27th Street with them, you know, like just, you know, some of my art is temporary, but also I've been working on, um, my mom asked me to make a nativity scene for the porch, so this is going years and years of me building onto this forest nativity scene yeah. so she puts them out every year for display but they're only made of cardboard so she, so they're very fragile yeah and so you know we her a lot of people in town come to see the displays that i create yes. on her porch that's awesome so some of it's temporary but some of it's ongoing progression and people want to see the next year's creation yes so they're like what's here this year yes and do they, do they even, I wonder if people even have like their checklist, like, oh, I saw it. Oh, this is it. This is it. I'm sure there's like a fun game going around. Well, I, I, your I post porch. it on Facebook on her town page and yeah. people say, I drove by it. I love it. And, That's awesome. You know. Well, yeah, I know recently, yeah, in our winter travels to all the displays and lights that your mom's porch is on the list in the local papers as a place to stop by. Yeah. So that's an awesome thing. Um, I, you know, I, I appreciate your art in, in so many different ways, um, including my own kids have received, you know, <laughs> your, uh, your creations, whether it's balloon, balloon art. And, and these are not your every average, everyday clown, like swords and things like that. I know you do that, yeah. but you've gone very big in terms of like what you do with the balloons as we sit here in your kitchen behind me is uh your your collection like drawers and drawers full of balloons it's not full of utensils and plates we have right. drawers of balloons and this is really how your home has um, become your home studio as well as your your home for your kids to grow up in and yes. your husband and you to enjoy life i would say my specialty with the balloons is balloon dresses that i make for myself as costumes but also since COVID, my balloon business has really, really blown up. It really uh, has because <laughs> people have been getting graduation balloons from me, birthday centerpieces. So I really had to stock up and learn a lot more with balloons. I mean, there is a whole industry of balloons that you can go to conventions about. You can have online classes. And I, I am definitely learning. I definitely have lots more to learn, but I'm loving it. That's awesome. So... Uh, you went to FIT, and so you're there as a textile designer. You get a BA. When you're there, is any of this other stuff like pixie pop in your brain, or is this just kind of like something that comes later? Not a, no, definitely not. I I got a job at the Children's Place right after college, and I I stayed there for eleven years until they booted me out. Uh, that was it, you know. <laughs> the joys of the fashion industry. They slammed industry. the door on me and was fine. <laughs> it was fine. It was meant yeah. to be that way. Yeah. Now, of course, I was sad at the moment. Yeah. But I wouldn't have done all the face painting, the balloon stuff, if it, you know, I would have still been there. If they never kicked me out, I would have still been there. Yeah. So, right. as much as I loved traveling for them, going to Taiwan and Hong Kong, and you know, being able to see so many awesome things, it was meant to be that I'm not working there anymore. Sure. I didn't want the corporate lifestyle. Yeah. Did you feel, when you were in the middle of that for 10, 11 years, you said, um, did you feel like you're kind of 
it was becoming that, like the corporate lifestyle, you were a little drained? Or was, I was a little in the drained. I was a little drained because, you know, it's a far ride, Secaucus from New Jersey. There's always traffic, you know, and they did make us travel, which was fine. I, I did enjoy traveling, but yeah. once you have kids and, you know, it's hard to be away for you have to go for at least two weeks at a sure. time, yeah. which I love traveling, but it's also hard to balance that. Yeah, yeah, and you know? yeah, especially with kids and trying to be there. And yeah. <laughs> can't be everywhere. It's definitely the, yeah. the dilemma. But, but I'm so grateful that I was able to travel there. Yes. I mean, there's nothing like traveling. Can you describe what the coolest thing you saw or did on those travels? Uh, we went to Lanto Island to see the big, huge bronze Buddha. Like, yes. we took a boat, and we got to eat at the monastery, and uh, it was beautiful and amazing. I will never forget it. It yeah. was so absolutely incredible. So there was a business part, but there was also just the pleasure part where you get to experience We got cool one things. day to do what we wanted, right. and believe me, I <laughs> packed that day jam full. <laughs> nice. We got to the highest point in Hong Kong, like, take a little tramp yeah, to the highest yeah. point. It's beautiful. The That's people awesome. were beautiful. The food was great. They uh, put us in beautiful hotel that I could never afford nowadays. (laughs) Um, And in terms of the industry industry side of it, what was the coolest thing you saw in terms of the fashion world in Hong Kong? Oh my goodness. We, well, you know, we went, we took a train to mainland China, which, you know, was sad in some ways because it's these humongous factories where people basically live there and work there, do not leave there. But we got to go to trim markets and different factories to see how things are made and the progress of the prints and embroideries and fix things along the way and definitely an amazing experience. Can you describe like what a, what a trim market is? What is that? It is avenues and avenues of little stores that sell ribbons, trims, embroideries, patches, different colors, I mean yarns, you name it, it's at one of these little places. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. Yeah. So it's almost like you're... Uh, you could also go and get any kind of eel or turtle you want to eat in the yeah, yeah. <laughs> as you're walking by. Interesting. Yeah, you can pick out something from any tank and eat that. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so you come out of that job. Um, so where did your creativity kind of find its way, like right after that job? So you were, it definitely took over your creative, creative life, you know, it's a lot yes. of time and energy. Um, you're pouring your design ideas into patterns for clothing. But it was really never my ideas, too, okay. yeah, which that's was the hard because you're always getting, fix this, change this, that doesn't work. Uh, what are you thinking? Um, no, <laughs> start over, you know. So. We only want unicorns. <laughs> But even they were so particular about how everything was drawn or, sure. you know, like every color, every little dot, like it was so micromanaged to the max. There's the art director above you or the even the, the head designer. And then, yeah, yeah everybody, yeah. you know, I was the low man on the totem pole <laughs> sure, for a sure. long time, for all 11 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's, that's it. So that, I mean, part of, that's part of, yeah, what I think some people decide to make their exit because of things like that. And for sure, like, as you said. It was meant to be. They, yeah. they kind of made your exit for you. I thought my world was going to come to an end that day. Yeah. They, they pushed me out. Yeah. I was literally crying in my car. I'm sure. But, you know. What was your world for so long? One door closed and then... So how long did it take for the next uh, iteration of your creativity to find its way in terms of making money or whatever? Well, then I went to a party where my best friend had hired a clown that was doing face painting and balloons. 
and I was awestruck. I was like, oh my God, there's my next career. That's awesome. <laughs> I remember calling my mom, like, Mom, I'm going to be a clown. And she was like, all right, Carrie, you can do this. Yes. It's awesome. I, I mean, it's, it's kind of like... Imagine being a two-year-old or no, more like a five-year-old. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a clown. <laughs> it totally makes sense, you know. It was before, and you know, especially when we were younger, like it was before the days that clowns were really scary. Stephen King ruined it. <laughs> Stephen King ruined it all for us with it. But yes. but you are definitely not a scary clown. It's like completely like neon. You know, lots of makeup. You but, know, I wanted to be just pixie pop, but yes. because of Facebook and all these algorithms and stuff if you put in just pixie pop into google a lot of anime <laughs> stuff type comes okay, up yeah, yeah. so i had to add the, the clown, clown to make it more condensed sure. specify it yeah. you know because otherwise people would be scrolling around maybe not now but this was years ago sure so i you know i you know but i do like the vision of the clown because sure. they're very different fun costumes face painting i mean i don't juggle i don't do magic yeah it's more on my terms i i you know <laughs> which is nice so, so you go from industry where you're a lot of people are telling you what to do it to this becoming your own thing absolutely and, and so from the beginning it's yours yes and you're you're really good with social media and getting yourself out there and even cold calling people for hey you know i i, I was even looking you up this morning and i saw Something about Sugarloaf, the Sugarloaf Art Center, um, which is a great community nearby us in New York. And just, you know, you're like, hey, do you need a clown to face paint and do balloon art yeah. that day when you're doing your festival? And people again, say yes. There again, my mom pushed me. She made me drive around a few years ago to every farm in locally and asked them if they wanted me to do face painting there. Every farm, the first five farms in our area said no. Yes. And she said, try one more. And yes. I was so pissed. I was like, fine, this is it. And I, I walked in and I talked to the owner and he's like, of course, come next week. Yeah. Do what you want. Make as much as you want. It's all yours. That's you awesome. do it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was about to give up once again and she pushed me. That's great. She always pushes me. That's great. That's great. <laughs> and you pay her back with wonderful porch art. Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's always, I always remind her of that. <laughs> All of you given me, Mom, but you get my 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 nativity scene. Yeah, that's great. Oh, that's awesome. I I do think uh, you know you've made a presence for yourself up here in North Jersey, and I know you go as far out as you need to to make some money and things. Um, now there's also this. Uh, so you're making a great career out of Pixie Pop the Clown, and and for sure Pixie Pop has many different faces I think you know depending on the holiday or the, the event you're going to yeah. you know so Chris, Pixie Pop the Christmas tree yes. <laughs> Pixie Pop the Valentine's balloon dress woman um, so is there also you know this is the reality of being a creative person um, just personal projects that nobody really gets to see as publicly but you're just motivated to create so I know that you definitely have like social media presence they usually present that stuff too but where would you say your like very personal like artwork besides stuff that makes you money happens? I'm not. I post everything. Everything I create, it's like, it's even when I decorate my own house, it goes on Facebook. <laughs> awesome. So I'm, I don't do anything for something for somebody not to say. Uh, everything yes. I do, somebody sees it. Yes, but in, in terms of like, it, you know, it might not make you money. Oh yeah, a lot of. <laughs> I would say ninety five percent of what I do doesn't make me money. 
I mean, it all does feed into, you've integrated everything really well. So it all does feed the like pixie pop mythology. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's like almost like the pixie pop universe you've created. Yeah. It's, it's my like, own fantasy world. Yeah. It's which my is own bubble. Awesome. And so, uh, other, but other ways you do that is through, you know, face painting, right? So yes. that's that whole thing. And then do you still paint maybe on canvas or anything or even clothing anymore? I mean, I've learned to, those are on glass. I paint on glass windows. So, you know, murals and yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah. I paid off my dentist bill by doing a mural in his office. Oh, that's awesome. You know, so. Yeah. So it's all, so it's like any surface goes. <laughs> so yeah. as we're sitting in Carrie's kitchen here, the description is, uh, yeah, right on the windows between, I guess it's like the dining area. Yeah. And then the kitchen is these you know, beautiful, uh, how do you describe these? Can you describe them for us? I would say they're sugar skull girls. Yeah. You know, I'm very into Mexican art and sugar skulls and I just love colorful, fun things. Yeah, these great swirls of hair, the swirls of the design, the flower patterns. I actually told my husband I was going to take those off. He's like, no, no, no. Leave them on. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, he, <laughs> it doesn't even say anything when I'm working on it, but when I go to take them off, he, he says to leave it on. Yeah, so. yeah. That's awesome. And your husband is a creative man as well, right? Oh, yes. What does he do? He is a drummer. Yes. And awesome. he is really amazing at it. That's awesome. He has his own little studio upstairs. So your home is totally this creative overflow place, which is Try, awesome. Try, yeah. Yeah. Your kids showing signs of creativity? Course. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's yeah. awesome. What do they do? do? They draw, paint. I mean, both of them have their specialties. I would say Ozzy is more into he's going into photography. He's taking cinematography at school. Yeah. Sebi it likes to draw, create things with clay. So. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think it doesn't go too far away, especially when you're living this version where you there. Where's mom? Oh, she's <laughs> face painting. For how, many, how many hours a day do you face paint? It could be a quick something. I do a lot of face paint challenges through through Facebook, or it could be um, I want to create something that could take me on myself. I paint on myself, so it could take four or five hours yeah. to do something on myself, and it's temporary because then I wash it off. Yeah, right away. but you document everything. So, it's, yeah. so it's really, you know, I mean, coming from art school world, it's performance art on some level. You know, it's definitely something. You know, it has its its faces show up as a, you know, kind of commercial style things where you can make money. You know, with the pixie pop world, but for sure, it's you, you get a little social political sometimes in your face paints. Even I've seen yeah, those. I yeah. saw the Donald Trump one. I saw it. <laughs> Yes, people either love that one or hate that one, depending well, on... I mean, you were neutral. You're just like, here's Donald Trump. But, you know, and then you do, like, your standard five, you know, face movements with yeah. that. I did one for 9-11, which was hard to paint, but sure. it was very simple, but it, I think it brought an emotion. Yeah. Know, but. And so there's, like, it's 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 really become a way that you communicate. And Absolutely. I think, when I'm feeling sad, you can definitely know. Yeah. Because I don't really do that many sad face paintings, but if I'm really down and I, I need to express it, it will... It will definitely come across as very sad. Or the or like the Grinch. <laughs> or I'm always driven by the season and the holiday. Yes. So, you know, if it's summertime I'm gonna do flowers and Sure. But if it's wintertime, it's gonna be Santa Claus and the Grinch and sure. all those things. But yeah. I'm gonna try to put a spin on it. Yeah, yeah, it's and it's always yours, which is always awesome. Um, would you say that 
the desire to create this just kind of happy, fanciful, beautiful world for people is to, to help them get out of any funk. I, I mean, I know Pixie Pop has that kind of presence. The kids are not crying when you come around. <laughs> yeah. Kids are kind of like wide-eyed and like, oh, how cool. Yeah, I would actually like to start teaching some kind of balloon art or face painting. You know, I've done some demonstrations at the library. They've hired me to do nice. balloons at the library. And they, yeah. everybody made their own balloon hat. All right. It was cool. It was, balloons were everywhere in the whole room. Oh, that's awesome. And, you know, it was just fun. So I definitely need to explore that more. I want to teach more. Sure. So, so Pixie Pop being the source of, you know, a lot of people kind of looking in admiration or appreciation, but you have a desire to share that more directly where they can create their own things, kind of. I will tell you everything I know. Yeah. I'll teach you anything you want to know that I know. I'll that's share awesome. it all. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a, that's a great altruistic mindset. And I think it's, it's the benefit of being, uh, you know, I, I don't know how to describe us always, but creative people who are living normal lives, it's like, it's like the working man art, you know, it's like the, the working class art, it's the, and there's no, it's not aloof, you know, there's a desire to, to be human. Yeah. And for sure that exists in all levels of the art world, but I wonder sometimes yeah. <laughs> when it seems a little convoluted. Um, so there's, it's kind of a nice teaching kind of comes naturally to that, yeah. you know, wanting to share that. It's awesome. Um, so I'm saying, like, I forget what it is, but it's like the gift you have is to share it and to give it away. Yeah. You yeah. know, like you got to. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that you don't hide anything that you create. It's, it's really to be shared. Yeah. And, and enjoyed by people. And yeah, I mean, I think really you once you put yourself out like that, you get too many haters. It's usually support and love. Mostly. And, I mean, I've nice. definitely gotten some mean messages, but. <laughs> For whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> they just had a bad day. But that's art for you, too. It's going to bring out the best and the worst in people, right? Yeah, yeah. So is there any dilemma? I know you come from FIT, which is like high fashion world, to going to like birthday party pixie pop lady. Was there any dilemma? Or were you just like, whatever? Um, I mean, I'm still learning on how to navigate through all this. I mean, especially since COVID... I haven't, I obviously haven't been doing that much face painting. So that's the dilemma right now. But also, like I said, I'm making the balloons work. So I had to, I had to pivot. Okay. I had to do something else to make money Yeah. and to be creative. Sure. I love working with balloons. Yeah. Balloons is a lot of fun. You can that's make awesome. anything out of balloons. Yeah. I mean, I've seen malls where it's huge Ferris wheels or huge cars made out of balloons. It is incredible. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's like amazing where we've gotten even like what balloons are manufactured to use within your creations too. Yeah. Especially during COVID, it seems like it just blew up. Yeah. Like there's like, sometimes I can't even get enough of the same color of the same brand of what I want. Yes. They're sold out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't think that that would ever happen, but. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, people... The coolest thing that happened with COVID too, I think, was people who still had an income and plus were getting stimulus were like, I'm going to support local artists. Absolutely. And, and I know you benefited from that, which Absolutely. is awesome. And I, there was a day where I contacted you. I was like, I want you to make me what you make for yourself yeah. <laughs> for my niece's birthday. I was nervous though. I know, I know. But I was like, you know, it was, these things are so cool. And, you know, I know celebrating birthdays in the midst of COVID has been kind of just, not exactly the 
the fun affair that people wanted to be. So I wanted to give her something that was special. And I was like, who can do that? But Carrie Tobin, <laughs> you know, AKA Pixie Pop. So that's the gift I think that you've given the world. And how cool it is now you have this desire to kind of share that more directly and teach it. And it's kind Absolutely. Of awesome. And you talked about, um, you mentioned earlier, um, just uh, your achievements with uh, the fashion world. So what do you think your greatest moment just as in your own entrepreneurial version of this creative life was? Well, in 2017, I went to a body art convention and I made a humongous balloon hat and skirt and then I collaborated with a couple other artists and they body painted her so it was rainbow unicorn so the unicorn was painted on her front and I did the skirt and hat and it was so much fun I mean people were crowded all around us looking at what we were doing I love being um I guess the center of attention creating something in front of people sure so you're definitely a performer it's definitely a cool feeling. I yeah. like collaborating too with other people. It's it's so unique. It's such a fun experience. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, this is like, I think once times are a little more normal, we're always trying to come up with the coolest new thing we could do to present Absolutely. artwork, even locally, just for our local community. And I, there's something to be said to that. I can imagine like, you know, the improv dancer I know mm-hmm. doing some collaboration with the Pixie Pop and with, you know, with, with other people who are creating in, in person, you know, for sure. It's like the happenings of old days kind of desired. Yeah. I mean, Just, there's that I couldn't do my, my, by myself. This model, she was naked. I mean, yeah. there, there is something very raw and very authentic about that. Sure. I couldn't be that person. Yeah. So I can create something around that person Sure. But I really appreciated her because... Well, yeah, even the person becomes part of the collaboration. She's so essential. Absolutely. Know? The model. And she was so sweet and so willing to willing. pose and, yeah. you know, just anything went. And, you know, it took hours to create this piece. Sure. I mean, and, you know, being from art school, you know, when you're drawing the naked model, it's the same kind of thing where there's some really bad naked models and you're like, all right, I'm done. I can't even draw anymore. The things that they're saying are falling asleep while they're posing, but it's really an art form in itself that, and, and it, for the artists in the room, it's, it's never weird. It's right. always, you're, it's like you're drawing a still life, but it's this phenomenal appreciation even you know, as you're drawing someone or working with someone directly of the human body of this, yeah. this amazing creation. I mean, I was know. so inspired there. I mean, people were paint were airbrushing jeans on women, and they looked like, like real jeans. jeans. <laughs> I mean, these people would walk around outside, and you wouldn't know that they didn't have clothes on. Wow. It is amazing. And this is the the face and body art convention. International said. convention. In International. Florida. So yeah. how many so people go to these things? Oh, thousands. So there's this whole world that you're a part of. That's, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, with the top, top, top body artists. That's great. And so, you, and you were like they've in the been middle. on skin wars, and it's just okay, yeah, it's yeah. the best of the best. Well, let's say the coolest thing about now is with the internet and with unlimited streaming shows, YouTube, yeah. whatever. Like all these worlds can kind of exist within their own terms and thrive. And on some level, we don't all want to live through that virtual world, but for sure, it connects us all. Um, and the benefit of living where we live is we still get to do cool things locally as well. Yeah. And people are hiring you. Which yeah. is awesome. Even in the midst of this chaotic time. I'm having a fun time. Yeah. You know? So you're making it. I am making it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a happy artist. 
Yeah. Made it, right? I'm yeah. making it. You're, uh, yeah, absolutely. And make, making the bills and making your creativity happen, which is awesome. Yeah, I'm trying. So do you have any like future like big ideas of where you want to do or go or? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if I can give them away right now. <laughs> What's next year's <laughs> Halloween costume? Those I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, next year I think I'm going to make my family all into, I use cardboard for my uh, base of my costumes a lot of the times. So I think we're all going to be these huge cylinder clowns so just the head of a clown so it'll just be like bobbleheads clowns okay. out of cardboard but it will be so different from each other yeah, yeah. it can kind of vent, uh verge on kind of scary but kind of fun yeah you know like because it'll be our arms and legs hanging out but you'll see this big clown head awesome. but i just got to keep in mind how to transport these things because <laughs> i make them so big that your husband, your husband's pickup truck is not big enough. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> a blow away. Exactly. You can, like tie them down. Exactly. It's, it's like some sales. Um, can you go through the last, I don't know, five years of Halloween costume descriptions? Well, lately I've been doing family themes, so it's yes. a lot of work. So um, this last year I did vintage masks, and the year before that was a pirate theme. So there was a, I was an ocean witch. There was an octopus. My husband was a skeleton in a boat. And my little guy was a treasure chest, but yes. he, he was working like a puppet in there. I mean, yes. he was so animated. That was awesome. You know, we we were we won that contest. And um, before that, I did more individuals for us, but yeah. I really like the family themed ones That's because awesome. it makes such a big presentation. Yeah, and it you really know? creates like a good family culture for you guys too. Yes. It's like a bond. I mean, my house is like a bomb went off the entire September and October. <laughs> there is glitter, there is cardboard, there is, it, it takes over every room in the house basically. Yes. And they kind of just, my family just doesn't like it, but they deal with it. <laughs> so, so do you feel at times uh, it really is stolen hours all the time? <laughs> I, and somehow the dishes still get do done it. and your, your yeah. husband pulls his weight. And <laughs> I have to do it. I mean, there's yeah. no not doing it. It's each year I have to make it yeah. better in some way. Sure. Have Even you ever... with decorating. I decorate to the max for holidays. Each year I have to make it bigger and better. Yeah. And you do. It's <laughs> I very try. Impressive. It's fun. It's just fun to do. I, I saw you started drawing on the foundation of your house this past <laughs> season. Because of COVID. Because of COVID. You're like, I, I'm just going to go. Yeah. Do, do you, uh, you've been to Luna Park. Yes. Um, and you keep telling me I need to go. Oh my God. Everybody needs to go. And, and so do you, do you, That's a 22 do you, is that your road? 22 degree road. In Sandiston. Sandiston. That's awesome. Luna Park. But, you know, with COVID, you're not allowed to see the inside of the house. The yeah. inside is just as magical as the outside. So is that uh, something you sh admire enough to want to do to your own home? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I live here with other people, so yeah. that might not be allowed. <laughs> well, you get away with a lot. <laughs> I do, but that's on a whole nother level. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I admire that, too. I, and I, I told you I dreamt of Luna Park. You did? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I saw the interior, and it was pretty accurate to the photographs. I don't know how. I, I definitely need to go. Tapped in, yeah. <laughs> so it was just from you and my wife talking about it, and Melissa. Yeah, talking about Kitchen Melissa mentioning it as well. So yeah. one day, Luna Park, we'll all go. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> 
Awesome. And that is the weird thing about where we live. There's plenty of little spots, you know, even the Pachaman Terrace. And, yes. You know, uh, Storm King Art Center. What's the, what's the place down in? Grounds for Sculpture. Yeah, Grounds for Sculpture. There's a lot of awesome things and really eclectic in terms Storm of... Storm King. Yeah. Yeah, so... Absolutely. These are all places we appreciate and kind of thrive in the middle of. And I do feel like Highland Lakes has got a thing going. Yeah, I definitely know? want to do some live demos, whatever it is... You know, me making a balloon dress yeah. or face painting myself as a tiger. Just if would be awesome out anywhere at the beach, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. You know, maybe we'll we need some more outdoor art activities. There's yeah. some some for the spring. The art on the lawn wants to. I want to bring it. Maybe we need art on one lawn. Yeah. Well, that's that. You know what? That was the it was misunderstood last time. Uh, People thought it was going to be on the clubhouse lawn. Yeah. And so it, maybe it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we can guarantee a good weather day, that was always the concern. Yeah. But if we could do, you know, art on the one lawn and then have demonstrations, yeah. improv, things happening, this is something that we could do. Yeah. I mean, I even it. if we have to put up a big tent, right? Yeah, yeah. We could make that happen. All right. All right. right? We're thinking. <laughs> Maybe a summertime art on one lawn. <laughs> I love it. We might do a spring art on the lawn again. There you go. I mean, you uh, can do it every season. Absolutely. Yeah. We could do a winter. I mean, the, with the ice sculpture guy in town. Absolutely. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna have to try to interview him. So there's this yeah guy making these beautiful ice sculptures right on Amazing. on a lake. Amazing. Just people people coming from all walks of life to see it. Let's find out that guy's name. Do you know his name? I don't. Yeah. We'll but he was already time. on the news, so I'm sure. Yeah, he was on the news. Yeah, He's already made it. <laughs> yes. We better get his autograph. Yeah, well, this is it, you know. Just, I, I I, don't know if it matters getting famous famous, but it definitely matters, like, inspiring people and giving people something cool to think about and do. And that's definitely what you've done, Carrie. So I appreciate that. Thank you, Dennis. And thanks for being on here. I, I would love to uh, also send people your way. So where, where can they find you or Pixie Pop or your other alter egos? Okay. <laughs> K, uh, Tobin 76 is my Instagram. Pixie Pop the Clown is on Facebook. Or just Carrie Tobin on Facebook. Nice. Can friend right. request me. Friend requester. Make this happen. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of friend requests out there that I haven't said <laughs> yes to yet, but, you know. But I think it's still, it's public page, uh, Pixie Pop, right? Yeah. So you don't even need to be a friend. No, we don't need just to be friends. They're just on you from a distance. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Very cool. Thanks for doing the interview. Thank My you, first in-person one. I liked in-person, do you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think I... And you're you're in our bubble enough for us to call this social distancing. So. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Dennis. Yeah, thank you. I should interview you. Yeah, someday we'll do it. Okay. <laughs> you, can, you can turn the tide on me. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Thanks for listening to the Podcast!